All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of What's What VR. Today, we got a special guest with us here. We have Chelsea Barona with us with the You're Not Alone Project. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking some time out to kind of fill us in on what's going on and just out of the gate, jumping right into it. You know, for people who don't know, what is the, you started the You're Not Alone Project. So you're going to be able to give us, what's the, what is it, you know, and what are you guys working towards? Yeah, so the You Aren't Alone Project is a nonprofit organization, and uh, I started it in 2019. So right before the pandemic, we really kicked things off. But our, our overall goal and mission is really just to build this network of support for mental health and wellness here in Baton Rouge. And really beyond that, now that we really have, a, have started this virtual platform and it's starting to get, you know, you're able to reach so many more people with, with different platforms. Um, to, to make sure that people just really know that they're not alone and what they're going through. We um, encourage people to, to talk about their mental health journeys, to tell their stories so that people who maybe think they're alone in what they're going through think that there's not really hope, think that there's not much that they can do to not feel the way that they do, no matter whether it's, you know, depression, anxiety, or a host of even, you know, um, more serious mental health issues there are people out there who are thriving despite having gone through some of those things or people who are, who are still in the midst of their struggle, but their stories can help other people um, to recognize that there are options out there, that there are resources, that there's this amazing community of people who are here for you no matter what. So that's kind that's of a, what we, yeah, it was kind of what we strive to do. That's awesome. People, it seems like this is finally coming ahead to where people are starting to realize, you know, mental health is a thing, mm -hmm. you know, I guess. Um, and even in our own, you know, real world example, we recently moved to a, in our company, like a new time off, you know, type, you know, where you vacation system. And it, I was noticing it used to always be, it was kind of like, you know, you had vacation days, you had sick days, you had holidays. We actually now have like mental health days, you know, to where it's, people are getting it to where if it, you're not physically maybe sick, but you just need, you need a break, you know, yeah. to kind of recharge, you know, get some clarity reset. And so it's, it seems like it's kind of, I don't want to say it's not mainstream yet. It's just not everybody understands it or realizes it, but it seems that's what you guys are doing, trying to not only help people, but I think also get the awareness that mental health is real. It's not just, you know, buck up and keep going, you know, there's more to it. Right. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's, you're right. I mean, it is, it is becoming a lot more mainstream. We have people, a lot of celebrities talk about it. And so that brings it to the forefront. We have companies that are doing more in order to protect their, their um, employees' mental health. We have employees standing up for, you know, their own mental health and being able to openly say to their managers, I, I cannot handle this right now. And I just, you know, to have those conversations. And so that's what we want to encourage too, is to be more open about that, because it's not something to be ashamed of in any way. Because I mean, just like you said, we all suffer from mental health, or mental health is a spectrum, basically. And so there's, there's, you know, a really positive place you can be in your mental health, or there's a negative place, it's not good or bad. It's just, you know, where you are in that process. And so having those conversations and being able to sort of look at it in a different way. And then how can we even go beyond that and support people in their mental health journeys and offering things like y'all are doing for your company, which is amazing. Well, we try. And mm -hmm. it's just, yeah, 
we'll see. Well, the jury's out on amazing, but, um, <laughs> but it is, it is something that I think that people do need to acknowledge and realize. And if you're in management, if you're, you know, if you're in charge of people, you know, it's, I like the way, um, you know, you're put in their charge, you're not in charge, but in, you know, in their charge. And so to listen, you know, to them and realize that it is a real thing that, Hey, I need to just get away from this. You know, that shouldn't, and it shouldn't reflect negatively on that person by any means. It's just a, look, we, we need a reset here for a second. Otherwise it's going to turn into that stress and that's where people get upset. And it, then you turn around and, well, I can't do this at the office. I can't, it snowballs is what it seems, you know, would oh, yeah. I mean, your productivity overall, I mean, it's going it, to, it, at the end of the day, it is going to help the company, you know, in the long run to have people take it, take that time that they need to come back refreshed and able to do their job to the best of their ability. So all around, I mean, it's good for everybody, you know? Yeah. We used to have a, uh, had another company. And one of the things we, we noticed, you know, that we had, some people that were just not, you know, they were just seem they seem stressed out, you know, all the time and people, you know, just money is always a big problem, you know, a stressor for a lot of people. And so we had, a, I forget exactly what it was or how much, I think we just, we gave everybody so much cash and we we're like, look, don't go spend it. Just put it in your wallet, you know, and just your purse and just hang on to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, you know, we were trying to say, and I forgot how we actually did all this, but it was like, we just want you to know that it's there so that if you're in that situation where if it's, you know, an electric bill or the car breaks or you need a tire, you know, it's not going to stop stressing about that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. we could actually see people's, you know, their facial expressions changed as they were walking in the door. And, you know, just, you know, we called it just the kind of walking around, you know, money. It wasn't a major thing for us as a company, you know, to do, but it changed their lives. I think a little, not a major, but it changed the way they were able to get through things and they weren't as stressed. And it, I think it, that to me is, you know, a little bit of that mental health where it's, mm-hmm. hey, if I'm not worried about how am I going to grab groceries, you know, tomorrow or how am I going to handle this bill at the end of the week, I can actually focus on the work and be more productive. And then it turns into, well, maybe they've worked their way further up into the company. There's better performance raises little things, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I mean, you brought up a great point that sometimes companies don't consider, let me just ask like what are what are the stressors, you know? What are what are the things that matter most? Instead, they're trying to, you know, figure it out on their own, but oftentimes it's not what you think. It's not that they're they don't like their job, you know, don't like the work they're doing or they think they're um they're I don't whatever they're doing isn't important oftentimes it can be something like that like financial security or you know any any host of issues that maybe just aren't easily identifiable but having those conversations and kind of opening up that dialogue is really important I think uh I'm sure you've probably seen it Uh, I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek and a lot of the stuff that he talks about with the he's the guy the the why guy right start with why Mm -hmm. um you know, one of the little bits he talks about is, is, you know, like that there's two different types of managers, one where you've got a, maybe it's a sales guy and he's not, you know, hitting his numbers. And, you know, one guy runs in and it's like, Hey, you've got to get your numbers up. This is what's got to happen. You're not doing it right. You know, this is what's going to have to happen. And then you got the other guy who sits down and go, Hey, what's wrong. You've done this, you know, phenomenally for years, but the last three months, you're just not, what's wrong. Is there something at home, you know, and, the way he kind of, he does a much better job of bringing the subject up, but it brings the question of, you know, which, you know, boss do you want, you mm-hmm. know, and that's, and I think if you, 
if you've got somebody, it's, you don't want to pry into their personal life, you know, but at the same time, know that, hey, it's okay, mm-hmm. you know, to talk and tell me if you've got something going on, maybe we as a company can help. So, yeah. Yeah. so tell me, you're having to do this. Um, this can't be easy and you can't carry this mm-hmm. load all yourself, I'm sure. You know, I think we'd, I had a note somewhere, you know, you've got some, you got some spots to fill if you've got, if anybody's looking to help, right? Yes. That's kind of our big initiative right now. And I, I do, let me say this, I, it is kind of me. I started the project. I run a lot of the day-to-day operations of it, but I do have a board of directors who support me as much as they possibly can. But, you know, we're all busy. We all have a lot going on, and especially this amazing group of people. They have a lot on their plates too. So a lot of what I go to them for is more big picture stuff. But what I would love is to be able to do more for the community. We kind of, we took a little bit of a step back this past year, just because, I mean, we weren't really able to do a ton of things. We offered some, a lot of resources when we could, uh, and we did some virtual things, but now we really want to, once we are able to safely move into being in person again, we want to get back into more in-person stuff or a mix of in-person and virtual things, but I can't do it alone. Um, So I would um, love a, just this amazing group of volunteers is my goal to build um, sort of teams where people are able to be a part of the organization, um, whether that's serving on the board of directors, which we actually do have some open positions, there's an open treasury position, um, and then there's an open um, interim secretary. So our secretary is taking over as president. And until we find somebody to take over the president role, we do need a secretary in place too. So if anyone has experience with that, we are trying to build our board of directors. There's also just the general board and the advisory board. But below that, um, we want to build different teams. So a marketing team, they're focused on like social media, web, um, and then some of the production stuff like the, the podcasts that I do and some video stuff. So the idea is that we build this, this resource base on both the web and through our social media um, so that even if we're not doing face-to-face events or virtual events or anything like that, we're still offering these tools for the community to be able to, you know, see and share and um, offer them uh, just a source of, you know, whatever they're looking for at the time. And so to build a team that's able to support me in building sort of that content and creating some of those resources so that we're always offering everything that we can to our audience Mm -hmm. who's looking, because the idea is for them to, you know, for somebody who's going through something, no matter what it may be, if you're, you know, going online and you're having to click a button and then hit something else and then go somewhere else to try and find you know, just an answer to whatever it is that is, is going on in your life, that's going to just lead you down this terrible rabbit hole of losing hope every time you hit another button. And so the idea is to build build out a database or, you know, this resource bank where somebody can think of, you know, when they're going through something, oh, I know the UR Online Project is available um, to me for resources. So let me go to their website. Hope there might be a blog post about it. There might be um, a link to another com- a community group that supports that, that particular um, issue. And so as much as we can build up that database so that people can go to us for a resource to connect them to where they need to be without having to click through 100 buttons, that's what we're trying to do. And so then our social media is a tool for sharing those things and then sharing other content that other people can also um, share for their networks to encourage support. So that's the social media team. Um, and anybody who is interested in marketing, social media, mental health, uh, we, we want to kind of build out a team of about five people and have some like a team lead where I can hand that over to them and they just take the ball and roll with it. And obviously they'll collaborate with the other teams. Um, and there's, um, 
programs and events. So we want to get back and doing programming, but I, you know, I need boots on the ground to be able to get with the people in the community that can help run these programs. And it's not something that I can necessarily do on my own. And so people who are really passionate about putting on events or, or, you know, offering things to the community, um, reaching out to different organizations that um, are like-minded to ours so that we can partner with other organizations to offer as many uh, whether it's meetups or events or things like that as possible. And then lastly, it's just our fundraising and partnership sponsorship, um, grant writing, things like that. So a team that's really going to help build the future of the organization so that we can sustain it over time. That's a, it's a bunch of, it's a bunch. You got a lot going. <laughs> uh, yes. So I, I need a team. I need a team guys. So anybody who's interested, you know, uh, reach out on the website and, we, um, yeah, we can't do it alone. And, you know, it's, it, it's a new organization. And in a, in a time when we weren't able to grow in the way we thought we would in year one, because we were reacting to the needs of the community, whether that be COVID or just the amount of like social unrest that we've seen, we were trying to really be um, reactive in that, uh, you know, as soon as another issue came up, which is the amount of issues that we're dealing with as a you know, as a world right now are insane. Um, we, we wanted to be able to, you know, quickly offer resources, but now it's time to be proactive and we're in, you know, we really need a team to help do that. And it's, this whole COVID has really just knocked, you know, everybody. And to go back to, you know, Simon, one of the things that I was listening to he talks about is a lot of the stress that people get under, you know, and he talks about some of the military is, when you get into someone's head, like they'll take these, you know, special forces guys and they'll like wake them up in the middle of the night and say, we're going to run and we're just going to run. And, but you don't, you, they don't tell you for how long they don't tell you how far you just, mm-hmm. the anxiety of not knowing when this is going to be over yeah. is where a lot of this, you know, kind of PTSD can come from. They talk about, and that's the, that's the stress, you know, that's the, you know, like, well, and I talked about it earlier, you know, in the middle of COVID that is very similar to where we're at right now. Like nobody knows when is this going to be over? If, if someone said, look, we're going to be done by October 15th. It's like, great. I can get there. I can see the end, but we don't know that. We don't know what, you know, every day it's a little bit different moving targets. And I think that's what's mentally, you know, exhausting everyone at this point where they're saying, just, give me a day or give me something consistent you know, that I can count on. You know, it's, I watch my daughter sit and play cards over FaceTime, you know, with friends, you know, it's like, this is crazy. They need to be able to get together. You know, it mm-hmm. takes a toll on everybody. So. Yeah. It's uncertain. It's unpredictable. And it's those type of things that even if you're not thinking about it and like recognizing that you're thinking about it, it's always in the back of your head and it's going to affect your day to day life. Uh, And we're going to see that for a long time. And especially with kind of like with the kids, you know, like there's no telling how growing up in this sort of period of uncertainty is going to affect them in the long run. And so it's, it's those type of things that we definitely need to keep in mind, but you know, keeping hope too. I mean, it was easy to keep hope when we thought it was just three months or, you know, that we would be fine by summer or, you know, whatever it is. But I think, um, you know, keeping some sort of hope that things are going to, that if, if they aren't going to go back to whatever the normal was before, we're going to be able to adapt and, you know, be better for it, hopefully. Yeah. That's, I mentioned it on the show the other day. You said adapt. It's like I tell everybody, 
adapt and pivot. You're supposed to take a drink, you know, every time you hear somebody. <laughs> yeah, pivot is the buzzword. <laughs> so, no, I think it'd be good if we've got anybody out there that can, you know, help. You know, I talked with another business owner. We were talking about how, you know, maybe and it's some of these guys that, you know, maybe can fill a board seat, you know, for you. But then also take that down and trickle down to maybe if it's important in your company. This what we were talking about with the other buddy of mine was, you know, maybe like getting involved with organizations and saying, you know, hey, I can sit on a board seat and my, you know, my employees like this as well. You know, so I'm going to have them be able to help. So, hey, maybe our social media team can jump in and help, you know, on some stuff and we can dedicate some of our time, you know, some percentage of our time, you know, during the week that we can all work on, you know, this one project. So maybe, you know, that's an idea for some people. You know, we yeah. thought it was a kind of neat way to do it. I like Get everybody involved. I like that a lot. And, so. and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to build this by building the community we're also want to bring in you know business local businesses and you know the people doing the work every day we want we want everyone to see like a community you have to have a community whether it's in person or virtually like you need a community of people to survive you know and i think you know the percentage of time you know i don't know how many people know but like like Google, for instance, will allow, you know, most of the teams get like 20% of their week, like or a day out of the week to work on whatever they want. Ooh. Like that's how we got Gmail, you know, as a product. It was, oh, cool. you know, a group of the guys who was just like, hey, we can make a better email system. And so they encourage them to work on projects and, you know, donate time and different things. But, you know, maybe somebody can do something like that. Like, hey, we're going to jump in, we're going to help here. And we're going to put, you know, 5%, 10%, you know, some percentage of your time. And I think when you tell employees that, like, hey, you're okay, you can, you know, be working on this project, we're going to, as a company, we're going to support them, and we're going to dedicate 10% of our week to, you know, helping, you know, here, and everybody does their own little spots here and there, it's not like everybody shuts it down, but people feel good about it, and they can help, because there's so many, God, get up in the morning, running kids to school, getting them home, you know, homework and practices, you know, and trying to volunteer, sometimes I think, our nonprofits and groups like yours need the support of our community, but we can't just say, Hey, go volunteer another hour. It's going to take some business owners, the people in charge to say, Hey, you can do some of this on my time. And that's yeah. the way that they can help. Maybe it's not that you can't take a board seat, but Hey, you could say, you know what? I got a graphics department, you know, we'll let them, you know, spend 10% of their time working on the you're not alone project. And that's how we can help you. So maybe somebody gets that idea. No, so. that's a great point. Cause I mean, I think even as I asked for volunteers, it's like, I know y'all are busy, you know, please, please, please. But it's like, yeah, we should be able to easily fit these types of things into, you know, our day-to-day -day work. If, if it, you know, fits with the company culture. That's all, that's what culture is. You know, it's about finding the, that time to be able to have your, your employees do something meaningful too. I mean, obviously they they care about the business. They, they're, they're going to buy into, you know, what you're doing, but it's going to mean even more if you're able to do things like that. And within that time where you already are scheduled and you're not having to think, how can I, possibly do one more thing because I know for me I am always overwhelmed you know and, it, and taking on something else as much as I want to sometimes it's just not a possibility but to make it a possibility yeah that would be really cool that's the I'll maybe we can help on some of that stuff as well you know put you know kind of put our money where our mouth is so yeah I mean we are yeah I love I love um flexibility and making things work and kind of thinking outside the box so and I'm happy to work with with teams to to be able to put programs together like that so I love that idea
Yeah. Well, look, I always say everybody's got more important things to do than talk to me. <laughs> I appreciate, you know, the time and hopefully we can help. And then, like I said, we'll have to stay in touch and figure out what we can do to help. So, yeah, I love it. No, I appreciate what y'all are doing with this, too, because I think um, there's so much that we just don't know is happening, you know, around Baton Rouge and around us and what we can do to get involved with different things. And so even like the local businesses and stuff. And I know a lot of people have been struggling, um, whether you're the business owner or the person trying to do the job every day. And so talking and having the chance to learn more about what other people are doing in the community is important. I say it probably at least every fifth show, if not more. I used to have hanging in my office uh, a sign, and I think I got to go back and find it and look at it. I think it was like Bob Parsons. I'm probably giving him credit. Maybe it wasn't him. The guy started GoDaddy. Mm. But the sign says, no one knows true fear like an entrepreneur the night before payroll. You know, <laughs> yeah, so, right. Yeah, and I think that rings so true for some of our business owners. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's. I also say on all the shows, I think, you know, our medical staff, our doctors, our nurses, everybody during this is you know amazing. You know, heroes and what they're doing. But business owners, I believe, are heroes too. You know, they're having to make decisions. If you're the big, you know, the big WalMarts of the world and the Amazons, you you'll figure this out. Mm-hmm. You know, you can wade through this you'll find you know something you know but it's the guy who's got the restaurant down the street or the small you know cpa firm or the small law firm and those are the guys that it's like hey i don't have customers i got to rent to pay you know i got do i keep my employees you know do we save the money for ourselves you know to keep going it's tough decisions so but i'll kind of you know end this or wrap it you know to tell everybody getting involved yes you can help like getting involved with you know your project here it helps but it's also going to expand your network you're going to find somebody else and i do it a lot of times you know you and it's not why you go and do these things but it's a byproduct you know mm-hmm. it's you end up meeting someone else that's volunteering and they go you know well, hey i could use your services and we both are like-minded you volunteer and i volunteer next thing you know you've made a connection you know, and so that's how I built my board was people that I've experienced other like volunteer type projects with or have been involved with other projects with. I mean, yeah, expanding that network can be a really powerful thing and, and enables you to do a lot more than you can do if you're kind of just staying in, you know, in your lane. Yep. Well, look, I appreciate it very much. Love to have you back. Can I get an update? Maybe we can call some people out. You know, we'll tag, we'll share this and tag some people and say, hey, I'm calling you out. You need to go help. So, <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you.